Welcome to episode six of Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. In this episode, we talk about the Orlando shooting and uh, what it is to be a gay person with that topic and uh, the stories that we can tell about it. And so we talk about the sadness that we're and what to do with that. So we hope you'll join us for this conversation. We feel like it's timely and it's a conversation that all of us can benefit from. Hi, I'm Jay Pryor, life coach, speaker, and author of Lean Inside, Seven Steps to Personal Power, a practical guide to transformation. My definition of transformation is chipping away at everything that is not your highest, best self. In our podcast, Doing the Work with Jay and Becca, we take on personal transformation to have you show up powerfully in your life and business. And I'm Becca Booth, marketing strategist focusing on strategy, sales, and social, and I'm the guinea pig. So I'm the one doing the work right along with Jay, and I'm the fresh face to it. So I'm still new at all of this stuff and learning along the way. So I'm ready to learn along with you. Listen to our podcast, and we know our commitment to you is that we leave you inspired, lifted up, and no matter what, knowing that you're on the right path as long as you're willing to take progress, not perfection, to create your life exactly the way you want it. All right, so here we go. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah. No, I want you to go first. <laughs> Tell me about your weekend because you had birthday parties and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Friday night was fantastic. We went on Judy's boat yeah. and not very many people came so we could all fit on the boat so yeah. we could go out. That was awesome. So we went out on the boat and it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's super hot out that day, but on the water it's not. Beautiful. You know, because of cool air coming off the water. So it was just lovely. Yeah. Like he is exactly what Jessica wanted. Perfect. I also went and Rose and I, after you and I recorded, I picked up Rose and we went and bought her a willow tree. She's wanted a willow tree for oh, her whole life. Oh my gosh, I love so, willow trees. Yeah, and I was like, I don't, why am I just not buying her this? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we go buy the willow. Yeah, we should commented on it earlier. We've always talked about that we're going to plant this willow tree and we just never did, never do it. I so had a willow growing up. I went to... Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. So did she. And we loved them. Yeah. And so they're our favorite tree. Yeah. And so I went to, you know, what, Earl May or whatever. Yeah. And just oh, bought perfect. One. 100 bucks for crying out loud. You're like, <laughs> of all the things. Why of all the things we didn't buy <laughs> for our people. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. You just... Oh, it's so strange. Yeah. So anyway. So it was nice. I think she was real happy about that. Yeah. So oh, and then Yeah. So low-key birthday. And I'd made her strawberry margarita pie mm. and got her a massage earlier. Nice. So, you know. Yeah, perfect day. It was good. Yeah. It was good. She had a good day. And uh, we had a good time. And then Saturday, we had a great day. We went to a great workshop. Yeah. Martha Creek, who's a coach. Okay. That I really enjoy, who does the uh, does the Byron Katie work, which is called The Work, right? Right. <laughs> We've talked so. about that before. Um, so it was, you know, great to be in that conversation. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah, and she um, was here? She was here in, in Lawrence, yes. Wow. Um, at my church, at Unity Church of Nice. Lawrence. So, yeah, she did a workshop that was fantastic, and um, then we went over the Stookies Pool and had Yeah, we were, we were going to go, and you know how day, I don't know. Yeah, It's sure. been... Things just go. Yeah. Everything was, this whole weekend was, we were going to do that. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And then we didn't. No, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah, nothing actually happened. So, Um, and then tell me that I'm gonna stop because it's Sunday. Sunday gets sad for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to hear about your okay (laughs) before you Sunday. Okay, my Sunday was sad. So here we go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we um we had a very low key weekend actually because it was I was 
just not feeling great and I was exhausted and yeah. you know we had kind of talked you about were fried. I was fried and so <laughs> we spent Friday night we were gonna go and then Chad didn't get home from work until late he's been working crazy hours and yeah. so um, we just hung out at home and did our pizza and movie and then he was able to come home and join us and then Saturday we did a lot of like nothing on Saturday like a lot of like little things that needed to be accomplished sure. and so I was like that's okay nice. that's a great yeah it was good it was like love to spend a day yeah. doing that it was Clean just like you know but yeah not. but just like nothing that you would go oh this is going to take the day right but they just keep adding up and then they do yeah and so that's sort of what we did and um went and got ice cream with the kids and that was fun um and then Sunday woke up with this whole plan of you know getting a bunch of stuff done and we started working on 4-H projects and Chad was in the yard and we were doing all these different things and I got a call from my mom that their dog that we've had since uh, Scout was just a newborn um, is going to be put down today and so Sophie has been an awesome dog a member of the family and we've lost to be a third dog that we've lost this, this year. year yeah that's right yeah so we lost our yeah, dog fog sorry. that is a lot of dog loss this winter and then this my year. parents other dog lolly was had to be put down she had been sick for a long time um and, and uh and then sophie has a breathing issue where she like has a her larynx has collapsed and so the heat is really bothering her so she has a hard time you know breathing and so she just, you know, just took a turn for the worse, and we, my mom and dad just realized, like, we're keeping her here for us, and she's staying here for us, and we've got to make this decision. So we went over and had to tell the kids, which telling two children that the third dog in their lives oh is God. about to... Yeah, Jesus. ...to die. Is a, yeah, great time. So we yeah. went over, though, and got to say goodbye and, and give her hugs and kisses and lots of love. and Yeah. So that sort of put us in a different direction for that day. She was a good one. She was a black lab. Um, my dad bought her at an auction on accident. <laughs> trying to get somebody else to keep bidding. <laughs> and that dog was meant to be with you, clearly. <laughs> ended up um, purchasing her while my parents had just moved out of our longtime family home, the family home that I grew up in, and into an apartment while they waited for their home to be built. So my dad, like literally, they had just moved from you know a big house to a two-bedroom apartment for and it, which was supposed to be only for a couple months which ended up being like six months and so my dad brought home this dog to my nice. mom in this apartment and right. she was not pleased I'll bet. but then I'll she bet. became very pleased because she was one of the good ones she was a good one yeah, so that's awesome yeah so your sunday yeah actually yeah. my sunday was fantastic up and uh i mean and not that sadness derails my day completely it just is what it is i'm just sad um i had great uh church service martha, martha creek was there yeah, again yeah and that's why i want to bring in this distinction that she talks about here in a minute um and this is all good 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 fodder for this um sunday right as church was starting see what i do banging the table sorry about <laughs> that. right as church was starting um we pray in and jessica's a jessica's a prayer chaplain i don't know if you knew that or no not. i didn't Awesome. Jessica's a prayer chaplain at our church, and um, prayer chaplains are trained to hold space and um, hold the highest good for all uh-huh. And, uh-huh. And people and see the God in them, and she's very good at it. Um, and uh, so she was praying, and um, it reminded her that she had 
scene before church that our friend Harry Kiley had died. And um, so she told me that in church. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so I got to cry through church. <laughs> and, um, you know, which isn't a bad thing because um, Harry Kiley is, uh, Reverend Harry Kiley is the guy who married us. Aww. He was our, um, our uh, friend and um, the pastor at our church when we uh, said we wanted to get married we declared when we we're going to get married. She was on sabbatical at that time, out, even out of the country, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, so there were a lot. Our church in Dumbarton was this amazing church. It's the first time I'd gotten reintroduced to uh, spirituality, which at some point we should go into uh, that journey because I think everybody, I think it's worthy of a conversation because I know a lot of people are in that world yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. of figuring out what the you know what that distinction is. Um, Anyway, I don't want to make a long story out of it, but uh, Harry, I asked Harry if he would uh, perform our ceremony, and uh, I said, I know you got a lot on your plate, and he said, kid, I got a big plate, and so I don't ever forget that, and I, mm. he's just, uh, he was uh, marching with Martin Luther King um, in Selma in 1965, oh um, he was a social justice advocate his whole entire life, and, um, and I was one of the first trans people he'd ever met, and the way he you know, addressed that and like asked me questions and wanted to know about it was with a, a voracious curiosity, like yeah. just because he wanted to know all of mankind <laughs> was um, really incredibly powerful. So um, anyway, so uh, that happened. And then uh, when we got home, I discovered that 50 gay people had been shot up in a club and killed um so i was sad <laughs> and clearly i'm still sad um and uh i can have sadness i can be sad and you know there's all that uh oh man no these are good topics to take into this conversation it's kind of because i'm going to switch gears here and see if i can do it um martha creek talks about uh, she does Byron Katie's work, which is called The Work, um, and uh, she coaches from this perspective of we are human, so, uh, and this is where we come from, right? right. Humans do things. <laughs> if right. we know what humans do, <laughs> then we go, oh, that's what humans do, right. right? And one thing we know that humans do is we make up stories, right? Right. Right. So what we know is there's 50 people who got shot. Then we go into all the ah, drama story about it, right? right? There's what happened and then what the story is about what happened. Right. And I can make up a story and get real persecuted as a gay person and be like my own personal rainstorm and it's all about you fucking people don't get it. You know, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can make it. Or we can have a whole other story that has nothing to do with gay people. It was about an attack on America, a, a vicious attack on America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we yes. can do, because he was a 90s, yeah. you know, yeah. worse for ISIS, yeah, right? exactly. So he's yeah. a terrorist. So yeah. he is attacking America. Yeah. An American, you know. So if you're Americans, super liberal, you can yeah. go, well, I love gay people. He's attacking Americans. Or if you're a redneck, you could go, finally, they're killing some perverts, you know. Yeah. So we can make up any fucking story we want. But there's what's so, and there's a story about it. Right. Right. And so she's coaching from that perspective. But she's also coaching from this perspective um, that we talk about, but I think she, the way she said it yesterday was a great distinction in that as a human being, you're good, nobody ever said you're not going to have the full spectrum. 
You know, okay. whoever taught you that dogs don't die. Right. And so that that's a tragedy that a dog dies is something that was taught to you as a story about the fact that that just happens forever. All of always. life's happenings, dogs have always died. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's always that forever life's happening. People have shot up other people. Yeah. You know, forever yeah. life's happening. My fr- friends die. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this, yeah. all this stuff happens. And then, but because we have a story about this, the story that says tragedy, it adds on to the humanness yeah. that we love, which was always to roll around in the drama. And yeah. so there's a lot of power in just being able to, and, when, and you know, obviously these are examples that are, um, like, we're talking higher math here, right. but we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. right? I yeah. mean, she was talking about flat tires, right? right? I'm like, this is So you come out and you have a flat tire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you come out and you have a flat tire. It's a tragedy. It's like, oh, drama. Da, da, da. Yeah. What do you call it? What story do you call it? Could you just call it a flat tire? tire. It's just a flat right. tire. Right. Like, it's just... If it's just a flat tire, then what do you do? You just fix it. Right. Right. Yeah. But how is there's no story, no drama about it? But how do you fix this? How do you? You don't. I don't think, and that's just it. I mean, I don't. um, I don't think it's anybody else's. All that matters, and this is uh, is um, the best of her work. I think is that all that matters is noticing what happens in you about it. Yeah. Right. Because it's not yours. It's not mine. And it's, mm. you know what I mean? It's not my business. <laughs> my business is right here. Right, right. <laughs> and so noticing what happens in me about it, and then what am I called to do based on what happens. What happens. That's what I think is what's important. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, you, not- you notice this thing happened without calling it anything, without adding a story to it. What does it bring up in you? And then what is this, it, does that call you into action to do anything? And if so, do it. Do it. Yeah. I had been pulled out of all of, so like last night, it was um, pretty late when I heard about what had happened. And it was um, like late in the game. I mean, in terms of like what everybody else had been sort of processing. Right, I had to turn off Facebook because yeah. I couldn't take it. Um, <laughs> I had to back yeah. off. Because see, Facebook is where the stories fly. Right, right? And All well, those stories are out there. And Every fucking story is out there, man. I turned, I like opened up Facebook. I started seeing stuff. And I my, my gut reaction was to start to dig in and like read and read and read, which is what I normally do. And I, and, and. And I turned it off, and I have to tell you, like there was a there was a lot of guilt around the fact that I turned I, I could turn it off. Yeah. And I went to bed, and I was like, I can't right now. Like I can't right now. And then I got up, and so like to the to the extent, like I turned it off to the extent where it was like, you told me you were sad on Sunday, and I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, that's right. You're like, why were you sad? I was like, you not heard about this. I'm like, what are you you're talking like, about? Fuck you're the you. biggest gay ally I know. <laughs> No, I just thought it was weird because I'm like, where were you? Where were you yesterday? <laughs> yeah, because you're a huge queer ally. Yeah, so I know. Like, yeah. I did think it was, I just had a flit of, like, were you fuck? unconscious? <laughs> was the dog thing that intense that you were that <laughs> unconscious? Like, I'm like, sorry about the dog no, thing. No, no, but like, there's a few other things happening <laughs> yeah, in the world. Definitely. I don't know. Like, literally, I, like, had, like, I shut it down. Like, I, like, literally shut it down because I was like, I know that I'm going to and we had talked about this about the overwhelm and yeah like man the, that's just adding you know, to everything you've got adding going to everything on. that was going on and it was like I, I felt so incredibly guilty that that was my ability yeah. like I had the choice to like turn it off mm-hmm. put my brain in neutral and be like but doesn't everybody have that choice that's what I think is so interesting it's like don't we all so how 
then we have to pick, but at some point we have to pick it back up again, right? I mean, if we don't pick, pick it back, back up, again. pick up the lessons or pick up what, the, But going into neutral, doesn't does that devoid you of the lesson? No, no. But it, I think it's like those feeling people, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I know that. Well, I think feeling the feelings is important. I mean, I want to make sure we say that. Like, I'm not, I'm not advocating that we don't feel and experience the yeah. sadness, if that's there. The, you know, what I'm saying is don't feed the terror, don't feed the, you know. Which we do, which all is of what my I would have friends done. right now are like, we're not safe anywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. Okay. But it's a story that we could tell ourselves. It's a story that we could tell ourselves based on what we know happened. And it's right? a story that people can tell themselves when they say, now I've got to go get a weapon. You know, yes. now I need to become a yes. gun owner. And this is my, the whole point of the power of this work yeah. is what would be possible if we could just shift into neutral and stop making up a fucking story that isn't true yeah. about something that happened. And instead, like, get present to, okay, <laughs> like, what, ha- what does this mean about our society? And can we, then what, we can take action on something powerful. But I guess then I said, what does it mean? And then we got to make it mean something. It's like, yeah, see how yeah. the trap of yeah. human being is? <laughs> and the thing is, not to make it wrong, because that's human. That's just the true. other thing she said that I think is really powerful, I'm going to steal it from her, um, is... Uh, haven't you had enough guilt to last a, li- last a lifetime? Oh, God. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, you just gave people permission to put down guilt for the rest yeah. of their life. Yeah. I mean, we have enough guilt. Have you had enough shame to last yeah. a lifetime? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> right? Fuck. Yeah. So she asked us to put that down, the shame yeah. and the guilt, and yeah. come in as explorers, which we talk about, yeah. like, coming yeah. in to, to get curious. Get curious about it. Yeah. So you put down the shame and the guilt around, and, and I think that that's one of those things where, you know, um, the story starts to build for me as an ally is the idea that I have to, I have to jump up and use my voice as loudly as possible sure. to tell as many people as possible that they love their cared for See, I think that's that, a powerful action and, that's a powerful you know, action I think do, that's why do that and but how do you Can how you, do you get through to some how do you get past some of the, the the general anger of it I mean I think this is such an interesting dichotomy about what happened too is that we have a terrorist yes who killed gay people right now when we had a terrorist who killed children right and just because the person was white doesn't make that person any less of a terrorist. Right. Um, we, as a, as a country, came together and said, this is horrible, this is wrong, this is awful, I can't believe this is happening. But we still, the, me- the message was still, we need our guns. Because if there had been a gun in that school, that none of those kids would have been killed. So now we have... A, a part of society that those gun-loving Merkin people don't necessarily like, don't agree with their quote-unquote lifestyle or whatever they're going to say about it. But they don't. But but terrorism, by God, you know, ISIS. How you know, 
that's where I feel like there's this like weird what what's going to happen to that group of people and that's the group of people that we have an opportunity in this one maybe because they can at least layer terrorism on it well here's another story listen to this I just thought of listen to this story (laughs) okay (laughs) this is how brilliant ISIS is that ISIS has their people attacking the people that people hate yeah because they want to point out the bigotry in our country they want to layer it on what assholes we are (laughs) like they want to throw it in our face they want to make us question these kind of things like if you were going to attack a country from all sides physically emotionally mentally how would you do it like this is kind of brilliant really if you if it's if you're if we were to make up a story that this is so calculated right that they purposely chose them to go execute gay people because some of you people in your own country want to execute gay people. Yeah. Don't act like you don't. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Like, how effed so up gonna, is that? Yeah. How are you right? going how to... Are you gonna get mad? Now you're going to get mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. what you want to do? Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. coming from a place of calculated, like, real... Woo, yeah. man. Yeah. That's creepy. But it's another story, right? I mean, right. It's all a story. It's all a story. And there are 50 stories... Right. ...of Everybody. people who... And maybe, are now gone. I mean, no, it's 53 injured too, yeah, so they yeah. they all have a yeah. You know, 50 stories all of these it. human beings. And I was watching. Um, there was a video that came on um, this morning that was um, some of the faces of people. Um, I don't know. Again, I didn't get. I didn't watch. I chose to keep scrolling. But one of the things that I thought about immediately as I started, like I saw the first couple of faces, was this was in. This was in Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was in Orlando. This was yeah. in a very culturally diverse area for Hispanics. Oh, and I mean, it was Hispanic night. And so, also, oh my God! By the so way. you add to add to it the immigration Hispanic Hispa- gay people. Pro- Hispanic gay people. Donald yeah. Trump's worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> Hispanic gay people. Yeah, yeah. Because you know. <laughs> The, the Hispanic gay people are also rapists and drug dealers. <laughs> right. So, you know, we're going to build the biggest wall against those folks. Yeah, but, isn't that You know, crazy? the watching that those two faces sort of pass by that were, you know, brown people. I mean, it was not yeah. a, you know, this they is... white. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and was, this was, was... It was Spanish night. And it so... Was Mexican night or whatever. Mexican yeah. fiesta night. I don't yeah. know what they were having, a, but they were but having a was, particular night dedicated to and this was the night that was God, Latin night. Latin, Latin music. night. Oh my God! And so yeah. And then thinking too, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about, which is just crazy, and I don't know, maybe you can speak to this. I think that I've just dealt with so many um, closeted gay friends, especially when they were younger. Right. And the gay club was their sort of sanctuary. Yeah. It was like the place they could go and be hundred percent themselves. Right. And they were away from prying eye. Right. And they were not out. Yeah. But that there's gotta be, you know, some of those stories that are in there that oh, yeah. night of I mean if if that's the way the family finds out Right. You know, like, I, that was one of the things that I was thinking about was, like, God, here they yeah. are in their yeah. safe space. Right. And that's the thing that... Um, Which I don't think a lot of people think about in terms of a club. 
I mean, well, if I know as a heterosexual woman, a club to me is not the safest space. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I gay, mean, like... For a gay boy, yeah. Like, that's, the flame, yeah, that's a like, great that's place. Like, that's a great place. Yeah. Women, Absolutely. you know, we're, like, on edge yeah. on the, at the club. You know, yeah. we're, like, trying to make sure that our drinks are covered and are this and this <laughs> and nobody touches Straight my ass. They're horrible. Oh, my God. They're horrible. <laughs> I love going to gay clubs. Yeah. Because then they then get taken like, over by straight people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've seen that happen yeah, so many, so many times. times. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, okay. But, you know, um, I want to make sure to say this because I want to make sure that people get that I'm not making them wrong, that they make up, that there's any stories to right. be made up. Because it's impossible not to because mm-hmm. you're a human being. That's mm-hmm. what we do. Yeah. Right? We make up stories. Yeah. Right? That's just what we do. Yeah. The other thing is that we particularly make up stories when we're triggered. Yeah. Okay, and everybody's triggered. The whole country is triggered. Yeah. That's what I'm saying that this is such a brilliant move by ISIS. You just triggered everybody. Yeah. You didn't just trigger the gay people. You triggered the rednecks. You triggered everybody, right? Yeah. You triggered the allies. You triggered all of us. And the gay people in particular are triggered right now because any, or anybody over 40 is probably because we remember a time or we knew of our friends, you know, they were much, really older than me. You know, my, my old dykes used to tell me the stories and God, this horrific stories. And we've all read Stone Butch Blues and we know how clubs just got raided, you know, and they were hurt there and they yeah. were it was not a safe place for them to be. And so then now all of a sudden it's used to, and finally we got our space and then it's like, ah, you know, so that's a story I'm sure, oh, God, you know, yeah. and a trigger, right? And when we're triggered, that's when, wow. That's yeah. <laughs> like that's when the fight, flight, you know, mm-hmm. freak out, freeze, or fawn come in, and it's people pleasing and yeah. ultimate hypervigilance. Um, that stuff's automatic. It's not, you can't. You, there's nothing you can do about that. And that's why it's important to feel the feelings, self care, taking care of ourselves. And Jessica and I, I mean, we look at the news feed and phew, a minute, but I any news I read is from the BBC mm-hmm. because the BBC is the only news that I know of that just tells you what the facts are. Don't add some slant. Some element of... Some story yeah. that isn't true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some story they're making up yeah. about it. You know, the BBC is just like, here's what happened. This you know? is what, what And I appreciate down. that. Because yeah. that's... Man, that's where I got to stay. I just can't. Otherwise, it's an emotional roller coaster I'm not willing to go on. So as a ally, as, as somebody who I know that I'm going to, over the next weeks, be... Um, be met with that the level of fear and pain and and all of the the stuff that's going to go along with it with my with friends you know I mean I can only imagine what my newsfeed looks like right now I mean in terms of um, you know the the gay community that's part of my community right yeah um, no, it's all blown, it's blown up how 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 can I how can we support those what what they're feeling or and how do we what what do we do i mean i obviously we can't i'm it's not the answer to go in and say you you know don't make up don't make up a story no no, no, i agree i agree Um, i totally agree i think that um you know i mean always what there is to do is i think is to come at everybody with you know the ultimate compassion just mm -hmm. to bring compassion and i do think that there's Something to be said for not piling on. Yeah. Okay. A story, right? Don't add your. So I don't add my, because that's what humans do, mm-hmm. right? Again, mm-hmm. if you can, and and again, you can't make a wrong because we just did it, just is. Yeah. It's what we yeah, do. Yeah. It's what it's we what do. Humans do, yeah. right? You tell me your story, and 
I can't wait till you stop so I can tell you how much worse mine is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? or, oh, yeah. Or the drama that I've thought up as a result of this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I try to do for the most part. Is I don't. I do my best not to ever invalidate somebody and because ever, never, you know, people are at different levels of being able to be conscious of their own stories. Right. Right? So if people are completely unconscious to their own story and they're in pain, that is not when you say, you're just telling yourself a story. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Oh, I mean, if you want to get in my book, it actually says in there, you're just telling yourself a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get in my book later, yeah, that would be great. That's probably good. However, in the moment, not the right time. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? no. You just want to be compassionate with people and really listen. All they needed somebody to listen to them, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what this is about. Is like feeling your feelings and get it out. And then but I but I do think there's something to be said too for not piling on the story. Not right. adding to the drama. Right. right. So just being able to, to listen. Just listen. And you know, I think that that's a lesson for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, in moments of tragedy, in moments of, it, whether it's personal tragedy, whether it's, I mean, the dog that's dying to the national, international tragedy of yeah. what happened yeah. um, in, in Orlando, being able to just listen and love and, and, and have your heart open to that person and hold space for people yeah. is so important, so important that... Yeah. You know, I know that you don't have to say a word. You don't, you know, you can say, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, you can say those things. But in the end, just being able to let somebody get it out of them. Yeah. It's so much, there's so much value to that on across the board. Absolutely. In terms of what we talk about even being, you know, you know with our word, if we start to solve the problem uh, for somebody when they're needing to release, this is the one thing that I think that you've taught me over and over and over again, is that it's not my job to solve somebody's problem no. when they are... <laughs> ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> ever. But especially in that moment of right. like, it, we're natural problem solvers. I think that our automatic inclination is to give advice. Right, or fix it. Or fix it. And there are there are things like this that are not fixable in the in terms of what I can say to somebody else to make them heal and make them better but always being there listen to them and hold space for them and be able to take that on and I don't know if we've talked about that like that idea of holding space for somebody yeah um and really just you taking that load you know for a little bit for somebody when well, it's or not just, I wouldn't even say taking the load I would just yeah. say being in a space like like you stand there in with them yeah and it, it, uh till swan uh calls it unconditional presence mm, i like that right mm-hmm. which to me is what god is yeah right mm-hmm. it's just an unconditional presence it's not like some big dude in the sky with you know right <laughs> there's no heaven there's no hell there's, yeah there's just whatever this is but it's an unconditional presence mm-hmm. that i can tap into and when i can be that for you then that's all you need yeah. is an unconditional presence, right? And I love that. Teal Swan is the person that. who first said those words. I was like, holy crap, that's yeah. exactly what I'm 
what I'm looking for, what I'm talking yeah. about. Unconditional presence. That's being unconditional presence is hold is what I call holding space for people. Right. Just having it be wherever they are. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm just gonna be right I'm here. I'm gonna be right here. Wherever you are. I'm gonna love yeah. you no matter what. No, really no matter what. Yeah. No, I mean really, really no matter really, what. Really, really, really. Really, yeah. really, really, no <laughs> yeah. matter what. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's um if you can be that for people, that's a miracle. Yeah. I mean that's that's that, that's that's stepping outside the human condition for sure. Yeah. You know, that's and that's what we're... That's a miracle. And, you know, like, with. and that's the thing. Humans are so interesting. I could not access the level of crying that I just did a minute ago. Yeah. Finally. Put a mic in my mouth and I'll cry because <laughs> that's what a J does. <laughs> Jesus, God, man. Um, I couldn't access that last night. Yeah. I put on the Tonys so I could cry and be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and did you hear the speech from what's the guy from Hamilton when All he accepted his award? I pretty much I went. I was thank God for Trisha Newton. Bless you. Yeah. I went over to hand her some floaties because we had given them, and she was like, "I'm watching the toys." I was like, "Oh my God, thank you!" Because I miss them every year. Yeah. I'm not because I don't watch cable. Yeah. So I never know when, no, they're, when they're coming. Yeah. Right. And. um so I missed the first 10 minutes, otherwise yeah. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. Saw his, all when the, he started and he was saying, is love, is yeah, love, love, is love. Bawling. And I was oh. just, whoa. Yeah, that got me to yeah. cry. And yeah. I knew I needed to cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to cry. But, you know, that's not, There's, you know. And so I was like, oh, this is, the universe provided the Tonys for me last night so I could be gay <laughs> and I could cry. Yes. <laughs> as much as I wanted to. And yes, I squealed when Barbara Streisand came out too. Oh God! Oh jeez! Yeah. It's yeah. so. It was so interesting. I mean, you know. Yeah. Also, again, looking at irony, you yeah. know, my friend Harry Kiley, who is the biggest social justice guy I ever met in my life, and somebody who really like taught me what it is to be a white man with privilege and use it for good. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a guy who. All his life has stood up for the little guy, right? Yeah. So I find out that on the on the same day that I find out about this whole shooting, right? And then that night is the gayest event in the <laughs> in the history of America. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating all of those Celebrating, gay yeah. <laughs> those gay performers. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and their work, and I mean, it was just so such an interesting weirdness. And then Hamilton being the the big winner of like you know a you know about a a, like a a hip hop version of so diverse. You know, I mean that that cast is, and I loved. the opening where he was talking about the diversity he had talked that i missed yeah uh, uh, i'll find it on youtube talk the diversity and it was beautiful and he and he said girls and boys and transgender you know it's like yeah it was like you know what you know this was what a beautiful what a beautiful night um of just acceptance right you know right love yeah but and my point in like bring that up is that everybody's going to be able to access their emotion when they can access it. Yeah. And I'm like, it took me until I'm talking to you right. with a microphone in my mouth to, <laughs> to start crying um, a lot anyway. But I just think it's so important that we access it however we got to access it yeah. and figure that out. Yeah. And that's a journey that I am more and more intent on knowing or having a knowing that it's part of my process of my own transformation to access emotion at a deeper and more uh, broader range than I actually have access to now. Right. Like, I have access to 
you know, out of the, if there was like a hundred emotions, I have access to like four. (laughs) 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 I might be being a little hard on myself. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But you know, I've seen you like run the gamut of emotions before. So. But I, I, but I could label like pissed off, more pissed off, and even really, really pissed off, or I could go sad, or I could go happy. <laughs> so, oh my God, that's funny. Oh, yeah, no, I'm but, my, but I do with think you, that I that's can, yeah, uh, yeah. the point of it is that the part of the human condition is that we have this emotional, we're emotional beings. There's something in there that is about emotion, and I think it's important for us to pay attention to it. and feel it purge it out and put it in the right places and yeah. you know and yeah. that's part of our response my responsibility as a human is what i'm getting right, right. more and more is right. that i'm getting oh because i you know like there's part of me that's that emotional component i'm like whatever <laughs> which is so oh, funny. whatever like, well, feelings aren't facts move on <laughs> right so is that okay that's an interesting question because that's a very kind of like stereotypically male Response. Right. So is that who well, you've always not been? Even, no, 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 no. Oh, God, I was the biggest drama queen in the universe as a girl, um, especially in high school and stuff like that. I just, as I've gotten more and more transformed, the level of training that I have to be able to look at it without making up a story mm. also takes out the emotion of the story. Okay. And so that's what I've, that's what I've been more focused on that versus now... I mean, I've got that. That's a level of my training I'm pretty good at. Right, <laughs> you know, right, like I'm right. pretty trained that something can happen and I can go, here's what happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not that I don't get triggered. Yeah. I'm a human. Yeah. So I get triggered. But I've flexed my muscle in it long enough that if you knock off my Coke, I'm going to go, well, all that happened is Becca knocked off my Coke. Right. It's not Becca's a bitch. <laughs> you know? She purposefully. You know, that yeah. bitch. I know what she's dead. <laughs> right? So I mean, oh, I yeah. know I'm, I'm yeah. pretty trained in that. Okay. But I think that one of the things I've, uh, the, the next level for me is really getting a, a new level of mastery around all the breadth of emotion that humans can experience and actually experiencing them. Right. Because I don't, you know. Right. And part of that is guy training for the last 15 years, but also um, just human, like how we all choose to deal with stuff. And I told myself pretty early on I had to be tough. Yeah. And I was a pretty tough kid. Yeah. I, I was a fighter, so... You know, I was fist fighting oh, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, man, we were tough. I was tough. Well, and so, so I, you there's were, a lot of that. Though, you were called saying. a drama queen. I was called a drama queen. <clears throat> well, no, I wasn't called a drama queen until I got to, started to get transformed, and then it got pointed out to me what a drama queen I was, uh, and then oh. I was like, oh my god, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's. You know, and as a guy, it looks more like I'm flaming, you know, yeah. like then as when I'm a girl, I'm just being a girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But once you're in a guy body, yeah. then it looks like, what a flamer, look at it, you know. Yeah. It's like when I dance, people are like, you dance like you're gay. I'm like, I dance like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in a guy body, well, a guy so body I look so. like I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned to dance from gay boys, really. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's yeah. how you dance. I mean, right. Yeah. So I dance like. Like a girl, I dance like a gay boy. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. I love it. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Like, there's so many things happening inside of one body all (laughs) All the the time. time. 
right but there is just i think there's a there is a level of training that i think men have and i'm in that inquiry right now because mm-hmm. again i'm getting ready to do my seminar september 8th lean inside for men oh is okay so there's I'm a date doing it. september yes. 8th lean september inside 8th, men lean inside for men is happening Oh first gosh. lean inside seminar and so it'll and be it's here a target for me and so and you know as i always do this is how i work I put a date on something like that, and then the universe sends me downloads and, and lessons and messages uh-huh. all up until the moment I give it. Yeah. <laughs> and then all along. And so one of the things I'm getting downloaded and having a knowing about is, is this world of how men are trained to deal with emotion. Right. And, um, and I'm going to be in the inquiry with that. Yeah. With them. Yeah. Like, just like I am with you yeah. guys, with women. Yeah. Around how you're trained. The same. I want to have the same conversation. That's why I think it's valuable to have men-only space mm-hmm. um, that is devoid of Christianity. Sorry, devoid of religion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's because that's not what we're talking about, and I right. don't want it to be the measure of a man as to yeah. whether he's a good Christian or not. Right. You know, or good, oh God, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. But that's where most men's groups values groups, come from. Yeah. Like your mm-hmm. va- your values are based on your on Christian values, right? And not to make Christian values wrong, they're great values, right? Um, it just doesn't. It's not inclusive. Right. So again, holding space for all people. I want to. I want to. I'm. I am. Say I'm. <laughs> I am. I am a stand for men. Right. To have an opportunity to explore their training inside of my work, like I do for women. Right. And that's what I'm starting to get clear about as we speak, like this yeah, moment. This moment. <laughs> as we speak, you're seeing you can it, see ha- it. happening here. Now. You can see it in his face. Actually, there's been like this, like. Yeah. Um, that's what I want. Yeah. It's so, so important. And I'm sure it will open up and develop just like it has for the women's group. Every single seminar is a little different because I get more and more grounded in my own message. Right. And so it works better and better. Yeah. So I'm ready. You know, to be a fly on that wall. Interesting. I think that's so great. So September 8th, Lawrence. Start making travel plans now. <laughs> for men, If yeah. you are not in for Lawrence. Women, it's August 25th, the next okay, week Okay, August out, 25th. So. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so actually, that sort of lends itself to our, our next steps. Our topic steps. we were supposed, supposed to, to talk about today. <laughs> but which I'm which really... probably going to be a whole other yeah, topic. It's going to be a whole other story, but right. I'm really, really glad that we, we, folk, we stopped and we did this because I think that it's so important and it's, there are so many people who are affected and hurting. We couldn't not talk about yeah. it. Given just who we are, yeah, it would be yeah. inauthentic. Yeah, people for us would be to like, sit down with each other and be like, so. <laughs> so let's talk about the bird. <laughs> let's talk about something else. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that would not work for us. No, and I think actually I'm going to pop this in, in and move this up in the, the timeline, so to speak, of what we're supposed to do. And we're going to do this one next. So this will be episode six. Um, right? No. Yeah. Episode six. We're going to change it out and do this as episode six because I think that pe- it's timely and I want people to hear it now versus even a couple of weeks from now because I want people so to hear it. episode six was going to be the overwhelm? Yep. Got it. Yeah. So it's, it's, you're going to hear a little bit of stuff like we, we talked about. Well, we were talking about, no, which you'll okay. hear think, yeah. later. Yeah. But I think that this is so timely and yeah. I think people need to hear, your mess, uh, hear this now yeah. um, because I think there are so many people... Everyone, I can't. I don't know who could not be affected. Right. And today, I mean, it was a, it was the biggest massacre in U.S. history. Right. Um, and so, just as a humanity, we are affected. Absolutely. Um, and now yeah. it's that's super sad. Let's hold space 
for all of, it. All of us, yeah. you know, for, for our humanity. And that we can get, we can get to a, a new place, a better place. <coughs> yeah, and I'd invite people to consider to just be with what they're noticing for themselves without any story. If you mm. could do that, just notice without any interpretation that this is what happened and be with that. And then if it calls you into action, feel your feelings around it and express those. And then if you're called to action, take action. Yeah. And maybe that action is just to say a prayer. Right. Or just to light a candle or maybe you're not called to action at all. Yeah. But, you know, hug a neighbor. Hug <laughs> a neighbor, yeah. It's interesting that um, because one of the things that actually was on my mind um, and has been in, in such a public arena is the, the Stanford rape case. Yeah. Um, which is a whole other ball of wax that I think um, I wasn't ready to sort of talk about. Um, but I think that that's another, another example yeah. of, of, you know, not putting your, your, you know, not creating a story around it. That was, that was very hard for me sure. and being able to look at it and try to hold space for all of the people that are, are so triggered in this moment. Yeah. And so we have so much right now. There's so much, I mean, like this whole, like, our whole country is just in a state of trigger between Donald all Trump's triggering do- every yeah, day. I know. Yeah. Every like day. He's every day. Every That's why I'm not listening. I don't yeah. hear a word. Mm-hmm. I've not heard one word Good that the man you. said out of his mouth. Good I swear for you. to God. Anytime it even t- comes around me, yeah. I'm like, la, 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 la. I'm not listening. I have no interest in being that bad. That vibe is so... I'm so disinterested in that vibe. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not even, I'm not listening. Yeah. I'm not going to listen. I vote. I know who I'm voting for. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, then we have the, even our Democratic Party is like been so splintered and there's been so much of a trigger around that. And so I feel like right now, you know, God, you know, just breathe. Yeah. I just, you know, if we can just breathe that yeah. and just be there for each other and stop the Stop the bullshit. Stop the stop the he said, she said. Stop the... I mean, just at your core of who you are. It doesn't matter if you are a gun-toting, redneck, you know, Donald Trump-loving, whoever you are, or you are the, you know, rainbow flag-waving, you know, naked in the streets. Queen I, baby. <laughs> queen baby. You know, we are all... In this teletubby, that's what the teletubby. The rainbow teletubby. Yes, <laughs> that's the gayest image I can come up with right yes. now. Is that rainbow that teletubby? Rainbow teletubby. <laughs> no, it's a lavender teletubby. Yeah, right? yeah. lavender teletubby like, waving a rainbow yeah, flag. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yep, there we that's go. That's pretty much the gayest image I've got right now. Perfect, perfect. So whether if you're that or everybody in between, you know, we're all in this fucked up place together. <laughs> Hey, it's, it could be heaven or hell. We get to yeah, choose. Yeah, we get to choose. And, and we get to tell our stories the way that we want to tell our stories. And that is why the work is so important. you know. And that's why we want to share this right. with, with so many people. And we want you to share this with other people. And we want you to bring this in. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start walking people through the process of um, Lean Inside. Of Lean Inside. Right. 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 So I well, think we'll that... Well, that very soon. Yeah. <laughs> We promise. We promise we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get there. Um, so we're going to, so if you haven't bought the book, it's available on Amazon. Um, yeah. Just lean inside, 
just Google it, search it, and you'll be able to find it. It'd be great to buy it now. Um, you could walk through it with us as we sort of pick up a topic and we're going to walk through all of the different the different chapters um or you know just listen along and yeah. and maybe you'll be inspired and to come to the facebook page and talk yeah to us. come yeah we've got uh jay and becca um doing the work with jay and becca our, our facebook page it's going to be linked in the show notes so we're continuing the conversation there so it's a safe place to come and if you have been triggered by what's going on in the world if you are if you're trying to get your head around this this idea of not getting into the story, um, you know, come there, talk to us. We are there, and not, not only are we there, Jay and Becca, but we, as our listeners, are there to hold space for each other and be in this together. So come and come by and say hi. And there it is. All right. I love you. Love you. I'm glad we're Thanks in for joining us. <laughs> Thank <Bye>. you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We hope that you got a little slice of practical transformation that you can use in your personal and business life. And here's what we want to leave you with. Whether you are just starting on this journey of practical transformation and just starting with baby step affirmations just to focus you in a direction of loving yourself or whether you've been doing this work for a long time and you can literally say I am thrilled with the path my life is on wherever you are whatever you're dealing with right now you're right where you're supposed to be the thing that's in front of you is the thing that's gonna have you at your most powerful once you accomplish it and what I know and what we know is if you're willing to take baby steps with progress not perfection and just staying on that horse you're gonna get there and we're gonna get there with you so thanks for being with us now don't forget to go and subscribe on iTunes and leave a review let us know what you think and reach us at info at doing uh, sorry info at jayandbecca.com and that will let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover or anybody you want us to interview maybe you you can reach us at our Facebook page too, right? Yep. Yeah, totally. So um, that's just facebook.com slash Becca. All right. We'll see you around next time. Bye, Thanks for Jay. joining us. <laughs>